In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. Motherhood Incorporated proudly presents Military Mom Talk Radio, live on Toginet.com. Co-hosted by Tina Gonzalez and Sandra Back, the owner of Motherhood Incorporated. Military Mom Talk Radio is here with a powerful platform for women to discuss their ideas, issues, and concerns with respect to the military lifestyle. Military Mom Talk Radio encourages you to share your experiences of being a military wife and mother. This show is dedicated to educating your family about the resources that are available in both the public and private sector. And we'll be sharing helpful information from women around the world. We'll cover everything military, from helping a family member cope with post-traumatic stress disorder, to navigating government programs dealing with family issues, to the struggles of deployment, along with being a working mother, both in and out of the home. This is Military Mom Talk Radio, and here are your hosts, Tina Gonzalez and Sandra Beck. Hey, Military Moms, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here today with Robin Boyd. And before we get on with our show, I want to wish everyone a very happy belated Mother's Day. I hope that it was a wonderful day for everybody out there. For those of you that weren't able to be with your kids, I know how that is in the past. Uh, You made it through and we can get together again next year. And um, for those of you that want to have babies and can't, I know that can be a very difficult holiday. I know when I was going through my fertility treatments, Mother's Day would come and go, and it would be kind of rough sometimes. But we make it through, and we honor our mothers, uh, past and present, and our mamas-to-be this year. What do you say, Robin? I think so, too. Hi, Sandra. Hey. Um, Are you going to be a grandma anytime soon since your daughter just got married? (laughs) I know. I'm kind of like uh, pacing around here. Every time something comes up on Facebook, I'm like, oh, what? The what? <laughs> Sometimes it's a good thing to be on things. First it was MySpace, and now it's Facebook. And Sometimes it's good to be on with your kids, and sometimes it's just not. You know, you just got to have that space and say, okay, <laughs> I don't, I'm not going to even begin to pry. Uh, they're adult people now. You know, they can do what they they want. But I don't know. I think it's, it's wonderful in this day and age that, um, adults can make that choice for what's right with them as opposed to society or, or families saying, well, we expect you to uh, have children and we expect you to do this or do that. At least I think this generation has a little more freedom, and that's wonderful. I think so. I think so. I mean, I think, you know, the the freedom to be able to choose, you know, whether, you know, because I have friends who have adopted just by choice. Mm-hmm. You know, they haven't mm-hmm. adopted out of need. You know, they are fully, as far as we know, biologically reproductible. But, yep. you know, they've chosen. I've got a lot of friends who have chosen to blend their families between having a couple of biological kids and a couple mm-hmm. adopted kids. I mean, there's so many options today. And, um, you know, it's, it's wonderful that we're in a country that's free and we can make these decisions for ourselves. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I'm, I'm not holding my breath just yet. I'm thinking um, grandchildren would be wonderful, but I want it to be on their terms and when they're ready and if they're ready. So. That's true, because it's like, you know, if somebody had said, um, 
you know, to me, you know, in my 20s, you should have a child, I would have poked my eye out with a chopstick. <laughs> you know, not that I don't love kids, and I think they're super fun, um, but I worked as a nanny for two different families, and the one family I stayed with a long time was exceptional. That was so much fun. I love them. I love them to this day. The girls are fantastic. Um, the other family, not so much. And yeah. I was like, you know, and they were this family that up and left the country and left oh me at like 19 years old with two kids. And they were like, I don't know, a year old. Hiram was like a year old. I forget the other one's name. Oh, the one who could throw her underpants out the window and tell me to go get them. But, uh, you know, I was like... Good Lord. Me. <laughs> you know, so I got oh, a really wow. good dose of, you know, 24-7, you're the mom. And uh, and then I think, like, that should be child abuse for anyone to live leave their children with me at age 19. <laughs> you know? I, I think we've had this conversation before, but when I had my first child, I just um, didn't know what to do with him because I hadn't had children in my little babies in my life. I was an only child. I didn't have cousins who had children. I just didn't have that opportunity. And the children that I babysat for um, were just toddlers or older. I never had infants. So, yeah, that was that was a surprise. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, I, I did. I, I obviously did pretty good. I guess. I, I mean, he's still alive. <laughs> he's still alive. He's got all his oh, limbs. I don't, don't believe Last I said that out loud. But uh, yeah, I, I, it, and then of course the second child comes and it's sort of like, oh sure, they're eating dirt. Oh sure, <laughs> <laughs> they're getting their minerals. They need dirt to grow big and strong. <laughs> oh, I think we've all been there, done that. But yep, I, um, I think it's, I think it's neat. I think it's great. I was an older mom when I had Ross. Um, I was. 29 and then 31, so uh, not old, old, but, you know, I was a little bit older compared to the um, other kids' moms in the in school and whatnot, so. Oh, well, you know, when I was checking in to have my second son, I was checking in at the local Antelope Valley Hospital, which has, like, a median first-time birth age of, like, I don't know, 15. Yeah. And um, I was standing in line, and these two girls behind me were checking in, and the one girl says to the other girl, like, she's like, oh, I'm getting so old. She's like, you know, I can't believe, you know, I'm having another baby. And I turned around, because I was, like, 35, you know. Yeah. (laughs) Turn around and look at her. And then I said, oh, how old are you? And she's like 22. Wow. If she hadn't been pregnant, if I hadn't been pregnant, it wouldn't have ended up in the inquirer. I would have punched her. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I was just like, wow. Yeah. I was like still like bouncing soccer balls off my head at like 20. It's Much very, less think about having a kid. I I have known younger, very young moms. And sometimes if it was their decision and choice and their partners were their partners for life, great. Um, I certainly, I, but it's in this, and there again, in this day and age when it's very easy to get methods to um, make more sound choices, gee, I, I just would wonder why a, a young girl would um, would make that choice. I I'm not saying they are wrong because I, I certainly don't want to say, you know, put somebody um, out in on, Happy on the radio. Happy Mother's Day. Why did you have a kid? <laughs> yeah, I know. Thanks, Robin yeah. Boyd. We'll be here all week. <laughs> oh, my God. But, um, yeah, I, you know, I, I'm thinking there's so many other things to accomplish 
first and then then go for it, you know? But anyway. Well, it's like, you know, it's like what's right for me and what's right for you may not be right for somebody That's else. But right. all I think of is, man, they're a lot of work. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, why would you bring something into the world that you have to care for 24-7? But then again, if we thought about that all the time, we would never have kids ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, but anyway, we have a great guest this week. Oh, gosh, we have a great guest this week. We do. She's like the fountain of information or the font. What is it? Font or fountain? If, uh, yeah, a, a, a plethora. How about a plethora? A plethora. <laughs> Big bag. We, we like that word around here. We use that one a lot. <laughs> a plethora of information. A plethora of information. Yeah, she is totally chock full of military stuff. She should be running the show more than you and I. Oh, my gosh. Well, that's why we have her on for often because, you know, there's always something new from Debbie Gregory. It is, and her website, um, was it militaryconnection.com, is so much Mm -hmm. fun, and it has so much information. And today's show, Rob, we're going to talk about uh, the education and employment resources that are available to our military families, which is really cool. Excellent, excellent. Lots of great information. we I, every time I go to militaryconnection.com, I find something new. I'm always either looking for a blog, I'm looking for reference resources, I should say. Uh, I'm just for the radio show. It's very yeah. helpful for that. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of reasons to go to Military Connection. I know, I know. And what a great gal. You know, and this is what's wonderful about about Debbie is that um, she is always there. And I don't know how she does it. I think I there's really two of her. Must be. Yeah. yeah, there's, like, the Debbie Gregory that, like, you know, takes care of her family and does the things she needs to do. And then there's the <laughs> other one that just seems to be omnipresent on the web. Because there are... So, and, and everybody out there, you just if you have not gone to militaryconnection.com, you really have to just see what we're talking about because this is such an expansive web, website, and she has her hands on just about everything that goes on here. So I know she's got a lot of uh, busy bees that do help her, obviously, but it's just phenomenal that uh, she has brought this together in such a great, great way. So much good stuff. Well, you know, and I've been cruising a lot of different military websites these days. I've been, you know, my company's working on this uh, Go Army Homes job, and Mm -hmm. um, I was on Fort Belvoir's site the other day, and it was actually, you know, pretty well done. It's amazing how the different bases have completely different cultures. You know, they're all Army bases, but, you Mm -hmm. know, some of these people take enormous amounts of time to put up information. Like, you know, the one thing I liked about Fort Belvoir's site they're like, oh, look, there's the library, there's the bowling alley, there's all these things. They put the phone number, they put the website, they put the menu up, you know, for like the strike zone or whatever it was, you know, put what food was available there, and they put the hours of operation, and then, you know, they put like the pool hours, like really, really helpful information. Then you go to some other base sites, um, which I won't name, but Mm, you go mm -hmm. there and they're like, oh, we have a pool. Or one of them said, we have four pools. But they don't tell you, like, where the pools are, what they do. Are they lap pools? Are they kiddie pools? You know, I think the next big million-dollar idea is going to be for somebody to organize all the military information into a resource. I think Debbie Gregory comes really close for the service providers, but... Mm -hmm. 
um, I think the next big military money on the web is going to be to somehow organize all this data because there's just so much of it, and it's so random, and it's so hard even to, like, you know, find a copy of a DD-214 form. You know, right. I had to go to, like, five different sites just to, to get one that would download properly. Oh, wow. Wow. Yes, our segment producer, Rick Swanson, just goes, I have a DD-214. <laughs> Could just ask me, well, you know what? You weren't there. It's time for me to ask. And His isn't downloadable. So that's right. Yours is not downloadable. And it's very small. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, yeah, you're right. I think it's wonderful when we do have a good website like that. We certainly want to let people know in that area, go to this website because um, lots of good stuff for you. Yep, when we come back, we'll have Military Connection, the founder, Debbie Gregory, talking about education and employment, and we will catch you guys after the break. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning. That's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Tina Gonzalez. And we'll be right back after these. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Pinrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on toginet.com. Life after an autism spectrum diagnosis doesn't have to be difficult. It can be joyful, happy, and filled with hope. Join Shannon Penrod, author, speaker, coach, and mom of a six-year-old recovering from autism for this inspirational hour of hope. She's even authored a series of children's autism books with her son, Jim. For more information about the books, Shannon, and Everyday Autism Miracles, go to her website, shannonpenrod.com. From there, you can also get to her other websites, blogs, and connections. On Everyday Autism Miracles, you'll hear stories from parents whose children have made miraculous strides. You'll also get the inside dish on therapies, treatments, supplements, and how to get funding to help you afford them. Miracles abound in the autism community. So tune in for Everyday Autism Miracles to listen, share, laugh, and surround yourself with hope. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Penrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Toginet.com. Thursday nights, get ready for the Read My Lips Tips for Success radio show with your host, Linnea Millette, at 11, 10 central on Toginet.com. What are the Read My Lips Tips for Success? Well, it's spelled out like this. R. Realize it is possible. E. Embrace all relationships. A. Advance through adversity. D. Develop your significance. M. Manage your health and wealth. Y. Yield to your natural abilities. L. Listen to your heart. I. Invest in yourself. P. Persist by taking small steps. And S. Serve others. Each week on the show, you'll find a safe haven whereby tips, insights, and strategies are shared by Linnea and her guests. Go to Linnea's website, readmylipstips.com. Then join us Thursday nights at 11, 10 p.m. Central for the Read My Lips Tips for Success radio show with your host, Linnea Millette on toginet.com. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com, covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now, let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Tina Gonzalez and Sandra Beck. Hey, military 
Military Moms. This is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd, and we are going to welcome Debbie Gregory from MilitaryConnection.com. Debbie, are you with us? Hi. Happy Mother's hey, Day. Back. One day late. <laughs> Hi, Debbie. Did you have a nice Mother's Day? Yes, Very. I did. I, I I had a great day. I don't know about you, Rob. How was your day? Oh, yes, I had a great day. I'm not going to say, oh, we had a crummy day. No, we did have a great day. It was a nice. It was nice. Actually, relaxing, and that's that's a good thing. Mine wasn't, man. I had like lockdown, timeout by eleven o'clock in the morning, and in fact, at one point, I was like, "Thanks a lot, kids. It was great Mother's Day." <laughs> <laughs> you guys was... need to enjoy it because <laughs> oh. my Mother's Day was the first time without my son, who's away at college. Oh my oh. god! But I got the most amazing email from him. But it was just sort of strange. Yeah, he's coming home in two weeks, but it was the first time. I've had a Mother's Day without him. You know, you're a mother for so long, and all of a sudden they're independent, which is what you want. Mm, mm-hmm. And it's but, hard. It's hard. Yeah, I was reading on the website that you, uh, uh, on the chat thing that you went through infertility too. I did. I did. Both my kids were science projects. Well, mm. when I gave up, I went through tens of thousands of dollars of shots and everything else, and when I gave up is when I got pregnant. Oh, my oh gosh. My. Yeah. That is so great. Well, I know. So he's, he's a real miracle, and um, he's a keeper. Let's put it that way. Aww. Do you Skype with him? That's what I do with Emily. Do I, what? I, I, Skype, I Skype with Emily so that we sit there and at least we can Why, see Why, we do, we, too. Yeah, I love it. But he had his formal, and they go from where they are at college to another city. So... You know, I felt lucky that he called and emailed me because he was on the road. <laughs> but anyway, no, it, it was nice. It was just sort of a different kind of Mother's Day. It is. It is. And I think it's nice when they are grown and they're, they, they're wonderful people, it's a delight to be with them. And then sometimes you just want to chat with them. And you ha- I, at least I find that I have to step back a minute and say, wait a minute, th- th- my son is 27 years old. I shouldn't be asking him about whether he's coming home tonight or if he's staying out tonight. Or um, Part of it is just I just was curious if you're having a good time, not because I'm checking up on you. And it's kind of hard sometimes to sit back and say, whoops, wait a minute, maybe mom shouldn't ask what are you doing at 12 midnight or something. So, oh my God! My mom spanked my oldest brother one time. Oh as a I was like probably sixteen or seventeen, so he had to be like twenty eight, twenty nine, and she like got up the table and she spanked him while he was doing the dishes. She totally <laughs> forgot he was like a twenty eight year old man. It was really funny. It's, you I know, mean, it's hard to turn it off when you you know when it's been second nature for so right, many years. Right. Um, that actually was the impetus why my son, I mean, why, why Steve and my husband went into the service because his father chewed him out for coming in at 2 o'clock in the morning or whatnot, and he said, I'm an adult, I can do what I want, and he decided to go into the service. And that was kind of what uh-huh. gave him his little last push to say, all right, I need some independence, and there he went. Well, this summer is going to be interesting because we're going to have um, another friend of Jason's living with us. Um, having an only child, we always had a lot of kids in our house just to hang out yeah. place. Yeah. 
So one of his friends who goes to school in Michigan and used to live here got a job here, so he's going to live with us. So we'll have two boys this summer, so that should be kind of fun. Oh, how awesome. Yeah, and the other one's a really great kid, Uh, Jack. um, You know, we've known him for many, many years, you know, Little League and everything together. So it'll be kind of nice to have him there at the house as a guest. He's a great guest, too. What a great time. What what a fun summer it's going to be. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. But, you know, they want to do their own thing. They only want oh, you around yeah. to pick up their dinner tab yeah. or, <laughs> or, or hotel or something oh, like that. Can you throw the laundry in the dryer for me as they're flying out the Oh, door? yes, laundry, yes. But yeah. you know what? I like doing laundry for him because I don't get to, you know, I miss doing it. So it's kind of one of the things that, you know, it makes me oh, wait, feel Debbie, like. Oh, how far do you live from me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, I got two. Raring to go. <laughs> uh, you, what day you'll miss it? Oh, uh, you know, everybody keeps telling me that. They've told me that for the past seven years. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I bet I will at some point. But, you know, when you're, like, kicking over piles of laundry and, you know, your Mother's Day is, get back in your room. I told you to stop hitting your brother. <laughs> it's the only time of year we're not paying tuition, too. So that's nice. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Well, Debbie, if you or Robin or anyone else out there miss your kids and feel the need for a place to come do laundry, just give me a call. Oh, no, but I might borrow a young child for a while just to, (laughs) (laughs) you know, to remember what it was like. Um, No, my son's, you know, only he just turned 21, and he's going into a senior year, so. It's it's funny how it does. And it's gone too fast. Guess, yes, it does. Isn't it true, Debbie? I, I've I've said that to many moms with littler kids like Sandra, and I've I've said that it goes by so fast in retrospect. But while you're going through it, it seems like an eternity. But in the end, it, I just look at the kids up the street and and playing in the yard, backyards, and I think, oh my word, where did it all go so fast? So well, without fast. a doubt. Children are the best negotiators in the world. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. 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 And I think love and giving them a good education are two of the most important things you can do. Mm-hmm. And um, as far as uh, you were mentioning, by the way, thank you for the nice things you said about military connection. And in each service directory, you'll see a link for forms. And we do, by the way, have the DD214 form that is printable there. That's where I got it. But I was I went tell- to Google, and I'm looking around, and I'm thinking, gosh, where could I go to get this for a client? And then I'm like, I bet Debbie has it. Sure enough, there it was. But I was going to tell you about another resource that has everything, especially in your local area that we work with, and that's uh, nationalresourcedirectory.gov. Okay. And, and, you know, you were talking about somebody putting this together. The government has. And you will find all the local resources in your specific geographic area. It's just a wonderful website. What's it called again? Nationalresourcedirectory.gov. G-O-V. G-O-V. Nationalresourcedirectory.gov. Mm-hmm. And it's great. a great resource. Um we feature, you know, we, we're on their mailing list. We do things with them, and when they bring resources forward that we're not cognizant of, we always add them to our helpful links. And uh, there's just so much value in there. Yeah. Well, I'll add it to our website. Right. And we, by the way, um, I know we're supposed to be talking about education and um, 
uh, employment, but we just finished, you know, the other side, uh, VAMBOA, the Veteran and Military Business Owners Association, we just did our Power Your Business conference at Amgen, our first conference. Um, we did it almost two weeks ago. It seems like, uh, you know, it's it was an amazing event. We had, you know, hundreds of people. It was our one-day conference. Um, we had the SBA, the VA, the Department of Labor there, Jordan Goodman, who um, is the money answer man. Uh, mm-hmm. He's he's written the Barron's Finance uh, Dictionary and about twelve bestsellers. He's he's just a great speaker when it comes to money and finance, and everyone was very happy with the conference. In fact, um, Amgen, which is our corporate sponsor, we had it at their corporate conference center, has already asked us to do it next year. Great, and uh, but it was a lot of work. <laughs> You know, it's, it's an extracurricular work, but it was, you know, as long as it adds value, that's what we wanted it to do, and people were happy. You know, after the fact, I can sort of take a sigh of relief, and uh, the next event we'll be doing will be the 9-11 Freedom Walk with the Reagan Library, our sixth year. And, uh, we need, you know, it's going to be spectacular this year in the sense that it, you know, not only comm- commemorates the 10th anniversary of 9-11, but also President Reagan's 100th birthday. Oh wow! And, so what, uh, when is the when is the nine eleven Freedom Walk? It's on September eleventh at five p.m. and there's a program at the Reagan Courtyard. Um, we um, I can't say who the speakers are yet, but it's going to be outstanding. Last year, Gary Sinise was one of our keynotes, and I think we had about twenty five hundred people. And then we all do a walk down the driveway. It looks like a sea of people to a park and. We have bands and a flyover, and then we have shuttles that bring everybody back. And it's just a, a great way of people coming together to remember part of our history that's painful, but by, you know, we remember we live in the greatest country in the world. And in spite of our differences, you know, it doesn't get better than the United States of America. And, and, and is you know, there a website that we should direct everybody um, to see this? It'll be on our website, and okay. it'll also be on ReaganFoundation.org, you know, this when we do it. And uh, there's, you know, wonderful events uh, commemorating this day when Americans come together. And, um, you know, I guess uh, this year it'll be more meaningful with the uh, capture of uh, Bin Laden and, and yes. killing of Bill Laden, Bin Laden. Um, you know, it, it really, those Navy SEALs really do rock, I'll tell you. They do. They, they are do. absolutely amazing, and what, the best part of it was that we had no casualties. That's amazing, and what a blessing. Oh, absolutely. And, I mean, you could see when you were watching uh, the outtakes of, I guess, the the Situation Room, you could see uh, the Secretary of State Clinton, the tension. You know, when they were watching it in real time. Sure. I would have liked to have been a fly on that wall. (laughs) Oh, I would have loved to be a fly on that wall with a little microphone recording everything. (laughs) Right. Well, I don't know about recording it, but what a historic, you know, uh, time. And hopefully the end result will be that it will be harder to hurt us. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And maybe it will also bring a little bit of closure and peace to some of the many victims who lost loved ones. 
Absolutely. Well, listen, Debbie, I've got to take us to commercial break. Oh, okay. Uh, my name is Sandra Beck. I'm the host of Military Mom Talk Radio along with Robin Boyd. Our guest today is Debbie Gregory of MilitaryConnection.com. Check her out when she come back from the break. We're going to be talking about uh, different educational resources that are available for our military families. And we want to take a moment again to uh, just congratulate the Navy SEALs on a job well done. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system, keeping the home fires burning? That's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Tina Gonzalez. And we'll be right back after these. Connect with Juliana and connect with what lies beneath. Friday afternoons at 4, 3 central on toginet.com. Juliana is a marriage, family, and child therapist who wants people to connect. Connect with what lies beneath, those truths and answers. And through her counseling practice, she has helped others find their personal power and fulfill their dreams. And she wants to do the same for you. Here on Connect with Juliana. Through intimate discussions, intriguing subject matters, and the expertise of her guests. For more on the show and Juliana, check out her webpage. Connect with Juliana in media.com. Juliana will cover it all. Nothing is off limits. She wants to know what matters to you. Make the connection. Tune in to Toginet to connect with Juliana to find out the facts that could be hidden beneath the surface. Connect with Juliana on Toginet to make a quality connection in your life. Friday afternoons at 4, 3 central on toginet.com. Join us for Self-Aid Success Stories with Helen Wu. Wednesday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com. Helen Wu was born and raised in San Francisco's Chinatown. And after a very difficult upbringing, fighting depression, abuse, and addictions, she finally finds herself genuinely happy inside and out. Helen believes in taking our positive thinking and doing something positive to achieve a positive outcome. She's here to make a positive difference in your life, to be your game changer, your aha moment mentor. She's ready to help both men and women get into a better place. Helen Wu is also the author of Self-Aid Success Stories, 25 Success Stories from Successful Entrepreneurs. Inspired by Ellen DeGeneres, Helen wants the world to know that just because we find ourselves in a difficult situation doesn't mean we have to stay there. We can aid ourselves to a better life. So join us for Self-Aid Success Stories with Helen Wu. Wednesday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com. Put a boot in your ass, it's the American way. Help us out, put your name at the top of his list. And the Statue of Liberty started shaking her fist. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front. With help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now, let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Tina Gonzalez and Sandra Beck. Courtesy. Hey, Military Moms, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd and Debbie Gregory of Military Connection, um, and we're going to talk about education today. And uh, one of the things that I think is um, 
so important for people today is to have um, the doors opened by education. I know education is big business and it's a lot of money and it's a lot of effort, uh, but time and time again, I look around at my peers, I look around at my friends and family, and those who have chosen, you know, the discipline lifestyle it takes to become educated in their whatever field they're going into um, has made a huge difference in their success levels. And I think our military does a pretty good job of providing uh, education benefits. And we're going to have Debbie Gregory talk a little bit more about uh, the different benefits that you get from uh, from the military. Debbie, go take it away. Okay. Um, in um, Congress passed the post-9-11 GI Bill which is for veterans who have served 36 months of active duty since September 11th, 2001. And it's a wonderful bill because the tuition is directly paid to the school. Um, there's a housing allowance. That would be whatever an E-5 with dependents would get for the school zip code, which is tax-free income. And also, veterans could go to whatever school they wanted, including private schools. And um, that has been a great benefit, but there's been a little bit of a change in the bill. Um, there's a new law. It was an effort to simplify the tuition formula, where they're paying a flat rate of 17005 on all colleges except the public schools in the veterans' home states. So what it, it was meant, the intentions I think were good. This is the Veterans Educational Assistance Improvement Act of 2010. And one of our clients, Uville College in New York, which is a private school that does a lot of um, medical degrees, uh, nursing, physical therapy, pharmacy, doctors. Um, they do a lot of engineering and so forth. And they are a private school, brought it to our attention that it's made it complicated and um, actually it's impacting students that are halfway through their studies. Um, and they're kind of treating the GI Bill as um, uh, not an entitlement, as many politicians call it. It's really an earned benefit. So, it's absolutely an earned benefit. And um, it, it, hopefully there'll be some legislation, uh, a grandfather clause before August, so that those students that are going to um, private schools can continue. Um, I don't think that it was intentional. I think that uh, it was wrapped up in some complicated legislation, and uh, the end result is that it's not as good as it was from the private school standpoint. And, you know, if you can get into a top private school, why not have it paid? Why and not? Also, uh, you know, I don't know about other parts of the country, but I know in California it is so difficult to get into the public universities and colleges because of the you know the economy they are so impacted and the state having uh problems with the budget i know kids with four point you know three averages you know because they have ap classes and high scores that aren't getting into uc schools right and um so the only alternative they have is a private school because it's so competitive to get in and it could also be an issue of a field of study. There could be a school that does not particularly offer the field of study that they are. That's um, a wonderful point that you yeah, make. Yeah. And um, I think that um, some of the schools like Uville and others are joining forces, and hopefully the legislatures can iron this out so that it will cover what it is. And also the way it works now is that they have to exhaust all other benefits and grants and things they're mm -hmm. entitled to, which means debt, 
before yeah. it'll pay it directly. And um, there were so many wonderful private schools that stepped up that were yellow ribbon schools. And basically the way that it used to work is, let's say a school's tuition was 40000 a year, just to name a number, and the in-state tuition is The VA would pay the 20 and then if the school agreed to accept half of the difference, which, you know, take off 10, then they would pay the other 10. So that meant that our veterans could go to some of the, you know, top schools in the country and also for specialized studies, especially graduate studies. And now, it's, it, you know, it's pretty much uh, the, the new uh, version of this uh, Veterans Education Assistance Improvement Act of 2010 isn't really an improvement. But I think that the powers that be are trying to fix it. And if, you know, you know your local, uh, you, you know your uh, U.S. Congress person, write them an email, send them one, and ask them to fix it. Because this is something those who have served, you know, written a blank check up to and including their lives have earned already. Let's not take it away from them. It's the right, greatest gift that we've it. given them. Right. And um, I do want to say that you can find all kinds of information in the education area of Military Connection. We have a uh, virtual school directory where the schools that really are um, – wanting veteran students and have special programs for them and really facilitate getting their benefits and getting them enrolled are um, in there and featured. Um, we have everything from the housing calculator that I mentioned to the different tuitions in the states to all kinds of articles. We even have the GI Bill application on the site. So um, you definitely should visit it. And, spout, you know, military moms and spouses – this is transferable under certain circumstances. So um, if your husband and, or your wife already has her degree and you want to transfer to the other spouse or to the child, that's something that can be done as well. So the benefit so, could be passed on from the service member to their, to their right. son or daughter. It, it, it depends on how long they served and so forth. It isn't, you know, everybody isn't eligible, but those that are, it you know it's a great gift. Um, believe me, I the biggest part of uh, money I m- my tuition greatly exceeds my mortgage in California. That's not you know that's saying a lot. That is. Um, but um, education is just so important, as you said before, um, and it's one of the most important things that we can give our veterans and give our children, and it really is an investment in the future. Absolutely. Well, and when you look at that so many of our service members are coming back with issues that make it difficult, you know, whether it's PTSD or whether it's battlefield injuries that come back. And the the spouses now, I know in a lot of the families that I talk to, the spouses are now, you know, almost wholly responsible for the financial um, you know, the financial uh, payments for the family. And they're and, also caregivers, too. Right, and they're caregivers, you know, so to, to use their GI Bill that if it's transferable in that situation to pay for a child, you know, that child may be responsible for that parent someday, the parent who served. Right. You know, I a meet chance. a lot of spouses, by the way, and I am so impressed because they have this um, quality where they – value education and they're trying to better themselves and they're working, they're going to school at the same time. They are, um, a lot of them go into healthcare, by the way, is one thing I noticed, but um, 
those that go into business, they just have a work ethic second to none, and they're hardworking, and they really want to get ahead in life. And it's just wonderful when you meet, you know, people like this that uh, have so much um, drive and ambition, and they're willing to put in the effort and energy to get there. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, and, and that's what brings me to another point, because a lot of my friends, Debbie, you know, when they've transitioned from a long-time military career and they go to work in the civilian market, it's really hard sometimes for, I know for my one friend, you know, he was, oh, he was so frustrated every week because he couldn't understand why, you know, the boss would give a directive and only half the staff would follow it. And he had such a hard time, you know, with the civilian culture. And, um, you know, he turned around and ended up getting a, a military service provider job. So he was still working with the military. Mm-hmm. How, you know, when a, when a service member comes out after, you know, 15 or 20 years, you know, they come into the civilian market, what can they do on your site that could help them, you know, with that next step? Well, you know, it's important, number one, to decide what it is you want to do and how your military skills and education transfer to, you know, what jobs they transfer to. But, you know, it's also important to do something I believe that you're passionate about, too. Um, And once you've answered those questions, we have thousands of jobs on the site. We have all kinds of resources. There's a virtual job fair where there's a lot about the companies offering the jobs, their benefits. Uh, we have a directory of employers. I think there's about 40,000 employers in different um, areas, healthcare, insurance, government, law enforcement are just a few of them. Um, also, in the job area, there is an area called job tips. And that is something that you will find interviewing questions. You will find how to negotiate an offer. Um, what to, you know, what even to wear to a military job there. It's just um, one article after another. The top companies to work for. Uh, the most difficult challenges on the interview because you know it's competitive out there. So you want to be well prepared, and um, you want to also. Um, in today's market, all the applying is online, and there's keywords that they're looking for to be in your resume. So you want to make sure that your resume is, you know, the way it needs to be to attract the companies so that, you know, they're going to go to the next step with you so that you can get an interview. And one of the best uh, pieces of advice I can give anybody, and this comes from being a recruiter, is if you're on a job interview and it's a job you want, and you feel you can do it, at some point in that interview, look the person in the eye, shake their hand, and actually tell them, you know, you're going to put forth 110% effort, and you can do this job, and you can do it well, and where do I stand? And then there will be a long silence, at least to you, but it will make the difference between you and the next candidate. Oh, Debbie, People that's like to make great. offers to people they know that want them, even in this market. Sure. That's such great advice. I need to take us to commercial break. My name is Sandra Beck. I'm the host of Military Mom Talk Radio along with Robin Boyd. Our guest today is Debbie Gregory. All this great information that she's talking about, about education and employment resources, are available on the website militaryconnection.com, just like it sounds. When we come back from the break, we're going to talk more with Debbie about great interviewing tips.
Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? That's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Tina Gonzalez. And we'll be right back after these. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Pinrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on toginet.com. Life after an autism spectrum diagnosis doesn't have to be difficult. It can be joyful, happy, and filled with hope. Join Shannon Penrod, author, speaker, coach, and mom of a six-year-old recovering from autism for this inspirational hour of hope. She's even authored a series of children's autism books with her son, Jim. For more information about the books, Shannon, and Everyday Autism Miracles, go to her website, shannonpenrod.com. From there, you can also get to her other websites, blogs, and connections. On Everyday Autism Miracles, you'll hear stories from parents whose children have made miraculous strides. You'll also get the inside dish on therapies, treatments, supplements, and how to get funding to help you afford them. Miracles abound in the autism community. So tune in for Everyday Autism Miracles to listen, share, laugh, and surround yourself with hope. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Penrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Toginet.com. Lindale Link with host Holly Rand comes Mondays at 10 a.m. Central on Toginet.com. Linda Link is Lindell's first and only internet radio broadcast. Holly, tell us about it. It's really something from my heart that I want to be teamwork um, for the entire community to get the word out about everything that's going on here. We're talking to the entire community of Lindell. This is not limited to just businesses or just parents or just teachers. Simply to get the word out about your cause or your company, you must go to where the people are. And today, people are on the internet. Lindale Link. Lindale, Texas is a growing chain of business, education, commerce, community. Together, Lindale Link can create one strong chain of communication. Check out LindaleLink.com and then check out Lindale Link, the radio show. Lindale Link with host Holly Rand. Mondays at 10 a.m. Central on Toginet.com. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on Toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front. With help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now, let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Tina Gonzalez and Sandra Beck. Hey, Military Moms. This is Sandra Beck, and I'm here today with Robin Boyd, and we are welcoming uh, Debbie Gregory of Military Connection. She's walked us through a lot of the different amazing features on the site, and uh, today we're specifically talking about education and employment, which kind of goes hand-in-hand. There's a lot of different forms you can find on the site. You can find all this helpful information. And, Debbie, it intrigued me when you said, you know, what does somebody wear to a military job fair? You know, what, what do you wear to a military job fair? Well, you want to look professional. Um, you want to have either business casual or a suit and tie. Um, but you want to have an image that is professional yet doesn't take the attention away from what you have to say. Where you fit in, you don't want to be dressed. The reason I say business casual is because um, you don't want to be dressed, overdressed from the recruiter, from the company. Okay. Um, It depends on the type of job there it is. But, you know, maybe going that extra mile. So in a warmer climate, you're looking at a polo shirt and maybe some khakis. 
you know, something business that's right, or casual. even a sports jacket without the tie. Or if you have a nice suit, I my personal philosophy is wear it because if somebody sees you going to that kind of trouble, they you know they're going to take note of that. Um, One thing I wanted to tell everyone out there, and I hope there's some employers listening, is there's some very nice tax credits for hiring veterans. Um, It can range anywhere from $2,400 to $9,000 over two years, and it comes off of the employer's contribution to the, you know, FICA, the Social Security tax they make. Um, So besides it, uh, being, you, you get great candidates regardless of the occupational uh, specialty with the work ethic second and none. And besides it being the right thing to do, it can help a company's bottom line. Absolutely. And, I mean, that's a huge savings. I mean, you need to hire an employee anyway. And it's so you're really you're hiring getting a lot. You know, the companies that have, you know, 100 openings. Right. I mean, multiply that by whatever, you know, you said between 2500 and 9000 It's 2400 to 9000 over two years, but it depends okay. on the specifics. And I'm not an accountant, so, you know, they really have to look it up. But uh, the fact that it comes right off their FICA contribution makes it even more favorable. Um, and that, that kind of gives you a little bit of an edge over somebody else, which I think that they've earned, those that have served. But I'll give you an idea of some of our job tips. You know, I'll name okay. a couple of the articles. Yeah. A guide to the most evil job interview questions, okay? Uh, Ten job skills to enhance your resume. Uh, uh, age-proofing your job search. Applicant tracking systems. That's what most companies use. Being your own recruiter. Becoming an expert in your field. Uh, best practices for re- resume writing for veterans. Um, changing industries. Uh, we have um, the top jobs in America, corporate culture, counter-offer caution, um, dealing with change, addressing to succeed at military career fairs, uh, following up after an interview, general interview questions, interview blunders. Interview oh, let's talk about jokes. interview blunders. Let's talk uh, about interview blunders. Right. Uh, you know, what what things you don't want to do at an interview. Um, you don't want to show up late. That's one of them. Uh, <laughs> you want to make sure that everything is spelled correctly in your resume and your cover letter and whatever you're presenting. And uh, you want to make sure, too, you know, it could be something as simple as making sure you have enough spare copies of your resume when you go to a job fair. Sure, sure. And I know one, <laughs> Go ahead. And one other thing I was going to say, and this amazes me that people do this, but um, even if you've had, a, you know, another employer that was the worst employer in the world, do not say anything bad about anybody because it will hurt you in getting the job. Um, true, true, absolutely. It's always, uh, you know, if it, an employer will think, well, if they're saying this about this one, even if they are horrible, what are they going to say about me? And so, you know, you want to be positive, and you want to emphasize the positive. But um, there's a lot of resources. Uh, I know that most people go through the TAPS uh, Transition Assistance Program, and they get so much information, they tune out a little bit. And then all of a sudden, they're veterans, but there are veteran service officers and veteran one-stops throughout the country that provide a lot of resources to help transitioning veterans find employment. And uh, we work with all the transition officers and veteran uh, 
one-stop in that we send them all the jobs so that they can make, you know, their clients, which are the veterans, cognizant of them. But we have so many resources, and everything is free on the site, and we ask, you know, we want people to use it and uh, to um, prosper and uh, get value from it. Absolutely, and it's so comprehensive. I just, you know, we don't, at uh, mil- Military Mom Talk Radio, we don't get anything from our endorsement of your site. I want to make that clear to our listeners today. We're just really big fans of the information that's there and the enormous amount of time it takes to put this information consolidated in one place because, you know, it is not easy to find this information. I mean, for example, Debbie, my dad's trying to get a hearing aid. And, you know, he's a veteran. He has a full veteran status. We got his DD-214. And, and um, you know, we're trying to get his hearing aid. And it's been so difficult. You know, we're going around here and there, and they tell us to get this form and do that thing. And then we look up stuff on the Internet. It's really hard. And sightseers make it a lot easier. You know, it's interesting that you bring up hearing aids and hearing because um, I was actually told uh, by a very uh, reliable source that so many veterans have a, a loss of hearing. It might be a small percentage of disability, but if your dad's loss of hearing was related in any way to when he served in the military, he may be eligible for, you know, a partial disability. Mm-hmm. And that's something also to investigate. I will. I will. It's just, it's really hard to try to find the information on the internet because a lot of it's conflicting. It tells you to go one where we call and, and I know everybody in the military knows that feeling. You know, mm-hmm. where you just, you know, you're running around uh, trying to figure out what your benefits qualify for and then somebody says you qualify and other person says you don't and, um, you know, but that's why I'm really thankful for sites like yours. I know no site is perfect, um, but I applaud your effort to bring all this information together in one place for our military families, because if you can take just a little bit of the stress out of that, uh, you did your job. Thank you. And and we want to, you know, provide it because there's just um, so many times, I mean, over and over we hear where people are entitled to benefits and they're not even aware that they are entitled to them. No, no, they're not, you know, and then even some of the, you know, we when I was talking to my friends down at, at um, Camp Pendleton, you know, we were talking about a lot of the different providers, you know, not, you know, some of the providers not even being sure, and then you go to the military side and they're not sure, and you know, now we've got a, we got a mess in Maple Leaf Garden. Mm-hmm. You know, and, so, uh, so, you know, and sometimes you have to ask the same question over and over to get the right answer, too. You ask one person and they say, no, you're not entitled to it, and you've got to be tenacious and, um, you know, uh, look at all the resources available to get the right answers to the right questions. Um, On a lighter note, I just wanted uh, to – well, I kind of wanted to do a plug. You, You all know who Gary Sinise is. Sure. Okay, he's becoming Bob Hope of the current Bob Hope of the military. (laughs) And I was gonna, if those of you that have not yet heard him play, I think acting is his day job, and he is just an incredible musician. Um, Gary Sinise and the Lieutenant Dan Band perform at bases, you know, for USO. uh, They just do so many events, and they, I had the opportunity to hear them play. 
And I, you know, I went kind of with the thing, well, it was prob- they were probably good. They were just amazing. But anyway, I was going to say that um, what, you know, if you want to find out if they're playing someplace near you, you might want to check up check out the website. It's uh, Dan. Actually, there's no dot. It's ltdanband.com. And it'll give you, um, you can go to the concerts pages and you can see some of the places they're playing. And they play so many. July 2nd, they're going to be at Fort Rucker. July 4th, they're going to be at McCord. July 5th, at Wibley Island. July 15th, Great Lakes Naval Base Station. July 7th, August 7th, Disabled American Veterans Convention. Um, September 17th, Camp Lejeune. They just do so many events for military. And these are usually free events, almost always. Gary is the one that, you know, his foundation is covering the expenses. And um, if you get the opportunity, you want to go see them. They're Absolutely. fabulous. Absolutely. And to show the support, because, you know, I've said this before on the air, you can't swing a dead cat around the military community without hitting Gary Sinise at some point. I don't know. I think there's five of him. I don't know how he appears at as many places as he does. You know, you go to these websites, there he is, you know, talking about this thing or talking about that thing. I mean, he has really done an amazing service. I mean, I know he's a good actor and popular celebrity and all that, but when you look at the amount of time he's taken in the time that's taken away from his family it's pretty awesome uh, you he know, is so sincere yeah you know he, he is the real deal and i'll tell you something and he'll probably shoot me for this but um mike Chowman, by the way is the executive director of the bob hope uso here in los angeles and mike is a good friend and a wonderful guy and i'll be talking to michael on the phone and i'll say debbie i have to go gary sinise is here or gary just delivered meals 166 meals for those going for the uso at his own expense and he, you know, things like this aren't publicized, but this is just such a patriot. You know, he cares passionately about the men and women that serve in their families. So go to the Lieutenant Dan Band site and see if they're playing somewhere near you and um, enjoy it. It's just a wonderful time to watch them, and you will just be amazed. These are unbelievable, you know, these are extraordinary musicians. They can play anything and everything, and the range of music, and um, he flies them in from, some. most of them are out of Chicago, but he flies them in from all over the country to play at these different venues. That is terrific, Debbie. i got to close out the show. We have had as our guest today Debbie Gregory of Military Connection. Check it out. Go see Gary Sinise and the Lieutenant Dan Band. Uh, my name is Sandra Beck. I'm here with Robin Boyd. We will talk to you guys next week and have a wonderful, wonderful start to our spring. <laughs>